Marketing Your Private Practice is a podcast where you'll learn easy to implement tips and strategies to grow your business without spending all day online. I'm your host, Kathy Koliakovo, and I teach practitioners the Thrive Marketing Method to create simple and streamlined plans by focusing on long-term strategies, not just social media. Discover ways to spend less time on your marketing, attract more clients, and build the financial freedom that comes with a thriving practice. One where you have time left in your day for the people and things that matter to you. Hey, Private Practice Heroes, it's Kathy Koliakovo here, and thanks for tuning into the podcast today. I've been hearing back from some of you on how the podcast is helping you with your own practice or business, so thanks so much for sharing that with me. It's really always nice to know that the time I put into making these podcasts is worth your time to listen into as well. Today, I'm going to begin a three-part series of episodes that focuses on strategies when it comes to launching launching a program or service or product that you might have. Now, if you think that launching is something that happens only when you have a group program or an online course to sell, you are mistaken. And I'm going to change your mind on that today if that is your thought process now. Every practice or business in my mind can benefit from learning strategies to launching because launching is more than just a special promotion for a new thing. It can also be something you do when you're running a sale or even revamping an old service that you offer. It doesn't have to be something brand new. And we've had a lot of talk recently with some of my Thrive Marketing Academy members about some of the best practices when it comes to launching, in particular because a couple of them have got some new group programs that they're launching and even some had some services that they just wanted to bring to the forefront of their audience again. So I thought it would be ideal to have some lessons here on the podcast to help you with launching your programs and services too. Plus, I'll be hosting a boot camp on this workshop at the end of May 2023. It kind of ties into that as well and gives you an idea of what I'll be teaching in that event. So when it comes to launching, especially in the online world of business these days and marketing your services, Launching is something that typically happens when you plan a special campaign, and the campaign is geared to help you achieve some of the sales goals that you have for an offer, which is something you sell. As I mentioned earlier, it doesn't always have to be a new offer that you're launching. It can be something you currently have too that you just want a special promotion to happen to boost sales. People also launch books when they come out new. Those are launch campaigns too. And I've had the privilege of taking in many of these because I've had lots of clients that have written books. One of my favorite book launches was one we did for a client who wrote a book with Jack Canfield, and that was an awesome book launch. So yes, you can actually do a launch for many different things you offer. Services, programs, courses, books, even digital products are something you can have a launch plan for as well. But if you've ever done a launch before, you've probably found like the majority of business owners, at least one or more of your launches may have done what we call failed. So if you've ever thought you were alone in your failure, I'm going to tell you right now, you are definitely not. The problem is like so many things in our digital world today, people typically only share the good things online, not the reality, not everybody. Anyhow, some people definitely share things about how they had failed launches and what they learned from them. 
And let me just say, though, if you don't realize it, there are tons of people out there who have not been successful with their launches. Definitely lots more that haven't been as successful as they may appear to be. Don't feel like you're sitting on that island alone if whatever launch you've tried before has not worked. I've helped clients plan launches, all sorts of launches, and some have worked well, some have not. The same goes for my own business too. I've had some good ones. I've had some bad ones. I've also guided some clients to come back from failed launches, and some have had success with their launches right from the get-go. Every practice and business is different, and every offer is different, which means your launch campaigns and your launch plans and the success you have with them will be different too. But I will tell you, if I tallied up all the launches I've heard about, launches from people trying them on their own, before working with me, during and after working with me, even ones I've heard about from friends, colleagues, coaches, mentors, influencers, I'm going to tell you right now that if I tallied up all of those numbers, the failures would outnumber the wins. The failures will definitely be heavier on that scale. Because there are lots of ways to launch. There's lots of ways to do a bad launch and a good launch. And that's why I want to talk to you today about some of the main reasons launches fail. Because at some stage in your practice or business, there comes a time when you're going to launch something. And I just really want you to know, if you haven't done this already, there are some common factors and things we can learn from failed launches. And when you know about them, then you can plan to avoid them. And that's going to help boost your chances of seeing a successful launch, which is what I want for everyone, of course. When you have those items for sale in your business, your offers, there's going to come a time, I promise you, when you're going to want to have a special launch campaign. You want to boost the sale somehow. So when you have that launch, I know is going to happen at some point in the future for you. I want you to go into it with your eyes wide open, knowing what some of these common things are that can cause those launch failures that we hear about. Because the more you know, the more you can avoid them. So let's dive into some of the top 10 reasons why launches fail. So reason number one that launches tend to fail is because people don't have an offer that their clients want. And this is something that happens often you skip one of the most important lessons in business and marketing, which is making sure that what you're offering is something people want and that they are willing to pay for. Before you dive into launching that offer, especially if it is something new, I want to make sure that you take the time to do your research and validate your offer. And what that means is that you check and you talk to people that could be your ideal client that fit that profile and make sure that it is something that they're looking for, that it is something that could help them, and that they will pay for it. Because no amount of time, no amount of sales emails, social posts are going to help people buy something they don't want in the first place. So you want to make sure you launch with an offer that people want and will pay you for. Always take the time to do your research before you launch that offer, especially if it is a new one. The second reason that launches fail is because people tend to not have enough leads. So leads are that community of people that you're trying to pull those ideal clients out of. And having an offer people want and will pay for is key, but it's not a guarantee that the audience you have and the community you're connected to and that you'll be marketing to is filled with those people that would buy that item. 
So part of launching is in fact called pre-launching. And this is where you want to be building up an audience and community of people who are pre-qualified. They're those potential leads to be those ideal clients who are people interested in buying your program or service. So this means getting out there and doing some lead generation and having a lead magnet of some sort, ideally one that will ultimately segue right into your offer. The best kind of lead magnets always lead to something that you sell. The idea here is that you want to make sure that you're taking lots of time and building the audience that you're going to be sharing that special offer with during your launch campaign. And this kind of leads into the third reason why some launches fail, and that is because you don't have a launch tool that appeals to your ideal clients. Now, a launch tool is also what we call the sales mechanism that you might have as part of your launch. It's the tool that helps you convert those leads into clients who buy the offer. So a launch tool, most people will recognize a free webinar. That's a launch tool. Sometimes it could be a free challenge. For some people, they may even offer a low paid webinar, like $27, $37. So people pay a small fee to access that webinar that they paid for. And that's going to be the launch tool in those cases. The idea here is you want to have a launch tool that works for your audience, that will reach those interested leads and give them the info you're looking to give them about your offer. So a lot of times we'll call this making the pitch to them. I don't like to refer to it that way. It just gets into the icky salesy feel. But the thing is here, your launch tool is something that is being used to make sales. So you do have to get into that sales mode with it. But if the launch tool that you've created, the webinar or whatever you're going to create for it, isn't something your ideal client is interested in, it may not work. So if that ideal client is not into signing up for webinars or watching a Zoom class, then your launch tool, if it is a webinar, may not work out. So sometimes you might have to figure out what works best for your ideal client. I know for me, I've discovered that one-off webinars aren't ideal. People like to get to know me more. And sometimes it takes them a few of my free boot camps and sessions like that, where we have more than one session for them to get to know me, to feel comfortable into making the purchase. So you want to make sure you have a launch tool that appeals to your ideal clients. Now, the fourth reason that some launches fail is because you're setting goals that aren't based on realistic numbers. And what I mean by this is that you've set a goal for your launch and it's considered a failure because you didn't meet your goal. Well, this is a bit of a misnomer if the goal that was set in the first place wasn't really relevant or realistic. Now, I like to follow Michael Hyatt's method of setting smarter goals. So it's smarter, not smart goals. And that means there's two R's in there, relevant and risky. So you want to make sure that your goals are both risky and relevant but I think you need to make sure that they are attainable with some work. And that to me is what makes them realistic. So when you're setting your goals with that R factor, their relevance, it needs to have some reality behind it. And here's what I mean. I've had folks come to me with a goal of selling 100 people into their new online course. Now I'm all for risky goals, but where is the realism in this when you have an email list of 16 people and half of them are your family they're not interested in your program, and you have no presence to speak of on social media because you haven't been out there generating leads and marketing to anybody. You have no audience at all. Getting 100 people to sign up at that stage is going to be very hard. 
I think resetting those goals and looking at something that is realistic based on all the resources you have is critical. So you always want to recheck your launch goals to make sure it is risky, but it also should be relevant and realistic too. Then we get into the fifth reason why some of these launches fail, and that's because you're simply launching too often and you're tiring your audience. You might also call this selling too much if you wanted to say it that way. The reality is you need breaks in your marketing calendar. You need them and your audience needs them too. And these breaks in your marketing calendar are times when you're not launching or promoting sales. This is something I teach in the Thrive Marketing Academy in our goal setting training. It's also in my Ultimate Marketing Content Planner and Training Program as well. And what it really means is that you're planning for some blank spaces in your calendar along with the times when you are going to have a launch or a special event happening that requires doing specific sales and promotions in your marketing. And here's the thing, we all need some downtime. And I think that when people are launching too much and too often, your audience does get tired, but you also get tired too. And that's when the burnout happens. And I talked about this recently on episode 38 of the podcast when I was sharing some ways that you can create social media content in less time. Because I do find what's happening these days is more and more folks are burning out from doing all of their marketing and their promoting. So having that blank space in your calendar allows you the time you need to breathe. So be sure to plan for breathing and not be launching and selling all the time. The sixth reason that people don't succeed with their launches or fail is that you don't present your offer with an enticing incentive to buy. So sometimes we refer to this as urgency or scarcity. And urgency is a big deal. Launches sometimes will have urgency already built in. Your enrollment in a group program closes on a certain day, or there's only a limited number of spots available. But sometimes even that as urgency isn't enough because you haven't addressed why the person must take action right now with a really good reason other than the program is closing for enrollment. So this really comes down to knowing the transformation that you offer and being able to give someone that urgency that will really make them think about what will happen, what will be the cost of not investing in this program right now or not investing in working with you one-on-one or for your service. You want to make sure that they feel they will be missing out on something if they don't make the purchase now. But promise me that you will not make fake urgency or scarcity because that is not cool. And what I mean with this is sometimes people don't have sophisticated enough email marketing and website systems. So they will say, you can only get this deal today, but next week if I came back to that link, I could buy the exact same offer the urgency that you were talking about really wasn't there. So don't do that. And also make sure that you're being sincere in what you put out there as a reason and the urgency someone should buy. Don't do it like someone I watched in an event so many years ago that has stuck in my head for years and years. And it was a business coach on stage and she was selling her year-long coaching program that cost $25,000 to work with her. And she actually said these words. She said to people, if you need to mortgage your home to get the money to work with me in this program, then that is what you need to do. And I'm not kidding you. Those were the exact words. Do not do this. 
this is not the kind of urgency I'm talking about here. Plus, it's just not cool to do that because you are really manipulating people at that point instead of showing them there's an urgency to doing this. And if you know your offer really well, if you know your programs or services and the transformation you provide, you can get the real type of urgency that is authentic and will help people buy. The seventh reason that launches fail is probably the most common one I've always dealt with when people come to me for help. And it's really just not starting your launch planning early enough. And this is one of the top reasons I've seen launches fail because there's a lot of elements involved in doing a launch. And I've seen this happen over and over with people who didn't listen and weren't successful. And it really comes down to they didn't have enough time to do all the planning that they needed. Now, does taking the right amount of time guarantee you're going to get the results? No, but it will sure help boost the results of your success because you're not running around like a chicken with your head cut off, doing everything and anything last minute to make it all work. Trust me, I've been there, I've done that, and it just never works out. Well, it'll work out if your goal was for you to burn out, but that's not what I want to happen here. So when people come to me looking to create a launch plan using a tool like a webinar or free challenge, anyone who has showed up to my door less than four months before their open enrollment date, I typically turn them down. I tell them they simply don't have enough time because it just isn't going to be enough time. For me, anything under three months makes it questionable if you're going to be able to succeed or not. So when I say four months, it's because the first month of those four months, that is when you're going to sit down and think and do your planning and some of the pre-work before you start actually the launch work at the three-month mark out from whenever your enrollment date is or your sale date is, whatever that is. When you don't start your planning early enough, you are risking your success. So what I like to tell people is there is a lot involved in a launch. So give yourself the gift of time by planning ahead with lots of lead time so you can be successful. And timing is another issue as well. And that is the eighth reason that launches tend to fail. And this timing is not so much your timing of your planning and how much time you need to plan. But sometimes there are things that are just going to be out of your control. We're talking about timing in the world because it can play a really big role in the success or failure of a launch. If you launch your product or your program at the wrong time or in a market that's already full of similar things, you may struggle to stand out and attract those ideal clients. Sometimes timing is just off in a way that you can never predict. During the height of COVID in 2020, I can tell you right now, there were some folks falling flat with their launches and some folks were thriving as well because it depended on what was going on and what they were selling, what their offer was. In 2022, I found a trend that there was a lot of people that weren't having success with their launches in the summer. And that's because in 2022, two years later, everybody was just chomping at the bit to go on vacation. And so summertime launches were not as effective as they had been in previous years. So it's important to do some research and understand as much as possible any potential roadblocks of timing in the world or timing in the competitive landscape that's going on out there before you launch. But just know that sometimes there may be nothing you could have done to prevent a failed launch that is failing because of timing. 
As the saying and the title to one of my favorite country songs goes, timing is everything. And that leads us to number nine, which is a lack of support and resources. So this is a bit of your planning as well, but really what it comes down to is launching a program or an online course requires a lot of time, preparation, effort, and resources, especially your first one. Once you've done it once, you've often got some templates in place, so it makes it a little easier. But if you don't have the necessary resources to make your launch happen or have the right people to help you like a virtual assistant, you may really struggle to make this happen and burnout will happen faster than you can imagine. So the kind of support and resources that you might need would be the things that will help you with the knowledge to set up your email campaigns or know what you need to create for social media or even creating the sales pages and other tech items that you need to make the launch happen, the items that are needed so people can click and buy. So lack of support and resources is something that can really cause you a problem. So making sure that you have enough of that and you've got it at the ready as needed is critical and important. And it's avoidable to a degree when you don't encounter number 10 on this list of reasons why launches fails, which is not following a launch plan that encompasses everything that you need. So I will tell you right now, and if you've been listening to my podcast at all, you know I like to plan, I like lists, I like checklists, and that is because planning is key to success in life, and launch success is one of the things that planning will help you do. Even if you have a great program, a fabulous service, it's not enough to ensure that that launch will be successful. Poor planning can also be a contributing factor to a failed launch. And it is one of the bigger ones because the plans drive everything that you do in a launch. So you want to have a clear plan in place to set up everything that you need so people can purchase that offer that you have. You want to make sure you have all the elements needed to make the launch a reality, the website pages, the email marketing aspects, the social media images, videos that you need, and anything else to make it so that someone can click and buy that offer. When you do this type of planning, you will have enough time to prep everything so that you ensure when the moment comes that you let people know about the offer, they can do that one click purchase buy and everything that should happen and follows after they click that buy button happens exactly the way that it should. So you will want to take the time to plan your launch out and plan it well. And that's why for the seventh reason in this list, I said to start at least four months out. That gives you enough time to have a good month to plan out what you're going to do for everything for the next three months, which for me, when you have a full launch, like a big launch of a program or service, you're doing a webinar or a challenge, that gives you enough time. There are ways that you can definitely do some small email marketing and social media only launches for sure. They will take less time and less planning. But when we're talking about what I would call a full launch here, really having enough time and having the time to put full plans in place is going to help you see the most success possible. Planning will be the main downfall for your launch if it doesn't go off as planned. And that's the main reason I'm hosting the Launch Marketing Blueprint Workshop I'm doing in May of 23. 
It's to help you make sure that you put all the plans in place that you're going to need to see as much success as possible when you have your own launch. And so there you have it. Those are the top 10 reasons most program and online courses fail when they are launched. And I hope that gives you an idea of what to look for when you're planning your own launch in the future or reflecting on the ones you've done before. So your action step today is to go through this list and you'll find the complete list of the 10 items on the show notes page at marketingyourprivatepractice.com slash 41. So you can copy and paste them from there, take note of them and do whatever you can to avoid them with your next launch and then future ones. But before I close off here, I really want to remind you of something. If you have had a launch that failed, and I'm using air quotes here because I want you to remember something, your launch was not a failure if you learned from it. It's a lesson then. If you learn nothing from the launch that you had that didn't work out, then yes, it is a failure. But for most launches, you will see some success, some loss, some gains, some good stuff, some crappy stuff. If you take the time to analyze what happened and review your post-launch numbers and analyze what you did, what results you got, thinking about what you could do to try and improve it for the next time and determine why there might have been some failures in there, then to me, that launch wasn't a failure. It's something that you're using to learn for the next time. And for the record, most people have to do several launches before they find their groove and feel like they're having success. Even the big influencers are who have huge launches and are having huge success now will tell you the same thing. It took them a lot of time and repeating launch and launch after launch to make sure that they learned what they needed to so they could improve and see success. This is Kathy Koliakovo signing off today, and I want to say thank you so much for listening in to this episode on the top 10 reasons why launches fail and what you can do to avoid that. And I want to remind you to thrive in practice you will want to have some launches at some time to sell your offers. And the best way to thrive from those launches is to take the time to plan them out and plan them with all the elements you're going to need, but also with enough time to make sure that you are going to see the success you're after. And do that planning long before you ever try to sell something with those launches. I'll see you next time. You can find all of our show notes and resources mentioned at marketingyourprivatepractice.com. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at pepperitmarketing and say hi. I'd love to hear any feedback you have and make sure to rate and review the podcast and hit subscribe on your favorite player so you don't miss any future episodes.